Tis the season, tis the season, uh, the season of cream eggs. Uh, no, actually, it's also Destiny new expansion season, almost. We're almost there. Uh, this is Erico Blueberry. It's an unassuming Destiny podcast. My name is Chili Bin. Uh, my brain is made of cream eggs and I'm Mickey. <laughs> We've talked a lot about a, a, a lot about a cream egg uh, today already. Uh, I want to go get some after this, but we have only just started this episode, so that is some time away. Um, today is Sunday because of various uh, issues with the Australian net. Uh, with the fucking the MBN. I'm tired. The Australian National Internet Infrastructure meant that we tried to record on a Thursday night. And the internet said, you can have none of this. And then we tried again on the Friday night and it did the same thing. So I was hotspotting off my phone. And then I think because I was, I didn't have quite good enough network speed, but also I had opened OBS before Discord. My video was nowhere to be found uh, because Windows is a shit. Um, and so here we are on a Sunday, just trying to get something out before Lightfall. Uh, which is, for us, three days away. Yeah. Holy shit. It came up. I feel <laughs> like when they announced the release date, they was like, oh, man, that's so far yeah, away. Yeah, 1st of oh March for us. It's fucking ages. So long away. And then the last two weeks have kind of just flown by. Well, also, because they're putting out, like, at least one giant blog post about the changes they're making on, like, a Wednesday and then the TWAB on the Friday, and then in amongst all of that, they're throwing trailers and shit at us, and end-of-season stuff is happening, and there's been a lot happening to distract Developer from, like, videos, like... Yeah. And we're going to get to all of that, because, um, boy, is there some... Uh, last week was, was the A5 Wagyu lore content. This week is, like... I'm trying to think of the equivalent for, like, visuals in terms of... The, the level of quality like this is the 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 the, the a24 it's week the i guess right snow aged <laughs> wagyu beef yeah yeah this, this is like the uh you know when they were like the ari astor no no but before before the polaroid company got like bought and then rebooted polaroid cartridges were really fucking expensive because they weren't making them anymore this is that era where like it's all about visual medium. It's very, it's very nice. It's hard to get. Um, I don't know if that metaphor tracks. I just, I think it's interesting. Anyway, um, yes. This week's blog post, just to kind of blow past a bunch of numbers again, because there's way more detail on there than I care to cover. Um, this week's one was all like Vanguard related stuff and kind of like PVE and how they're bringing quote, bringing the challenge back to it, um, which seems kind of interesting, some aspects of it. Um, they're making the score of strikes actually kind of matter again. Or sorry, I should say Vanguard playlist activities, because it's not just strikes anymore. It's also a ton of battlegrounds and bits that have come out through seasons in the last what year or so they started including those in yeah i wonder if heists will eventually enter yeah, they, that rotation they, they've, they've already said like i think Fuck one yeah. maybe one or two of them is getting rolled in but we've got like battleground stuff in there and like two or three variants of that already um 
which I guess like it's a great way to reuse stuff because they're not really like building new strikes or building that many. Yeah. Like Witch Queen, we had two, right? Uh, but that's like on a per expansion basis, so once a year. So I guess with Lightfall, we maybe get one or two, maybe set on Neomuna. Um, but yeah, rolling those uh, battlegrounds and stuff in just helps to like pad that out so that you're not just running the same seven strikes forever. Um, the amount of times I've fucking been in the Vanguard playlist and hit the same thing two or three times in a row astounds me. Um, but anyway, the thing with the score challenge is that it basically was a pin- it was a pinnacle source if you do a nightfall over a hundred thousand score, which like I think is not too hard. Um, but that pinnacle was only for the nightfall; didn't matter for um, just regular playlist for regular Vanguard. Um, and it was like a one strike score. So like if you got close and didn't make it, like tough luck. Um, but they're switching that up now to be like two hundred thousand points and totaled across multiple runs. So you can kind of chip away at it. Like if you're not at level for the for the you know you need to be at a certain difficulty level to be able to hit a hundred thousand. Um, so it makes it a bit more approachable. Like it's it's one of the pinnacle sources I basically just ignore every week because I'm not really running that many nightfalls. Um, but that's kind of nice. Um, I'm switching up some of the stuff around like the element damage boosts instead of having like, what is it, the singe and stuff like that. They're splitting that into two separate things called surge and threat. Surge being the outgoing damage, threat being the incoming. Um, it sounds like they're doing that so they can have them be different elements at the same time. Because it's usually like, this week it's solar and everything that's solar hurts you more and you hurt other stuff more and that's kind of that's kind of it. Um, they're doing some other stuff with like daily random modifiers and stuff like that, which makes it kind of interesting. Um, yeah, go again, go read the blog post for yourself because there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, they're also Lots making, of numbers. Yeah, also making a lot of switches to like um, there's some stuff about like raid difficulties and lost sectors and things like that. So we'll see how that plays. Um, yeah. I basically just got that much in there. I was like, I give up. In yeah. In terms of what we put in here. And then. We had the VDoc. We forgot to put it in the show notes, but we Didn't completely we? missed VDoc. The whole thing? Yeah. Sure, I'm literally scrolling back. I do, yeah, do not see that in there. Now we're bad at this. Oops. I think we were just processing so much from the VDoc that it just... Yeah. And then also for us, it's like we watch the VDoc either on the way to work or as we're getting ready to work from home. Yeah. So quite often we jump straight from watching the VDoc into everyday life. Yeah. For me, I watched the VDoc as I worked. like So there wasn't an opportunity to take notes. And then they yeah. started almost immediately after the VDoc bombing us with... A teaser trailer shit, and developer yeah. vlogs and so it kind of escaped but it was a good vdoc yeah yeah it's um it was, it a, was lot of, a lot of it was, uh, it insight was, it, it, it was yeah it was kind of high level concept stuff and then this, the the little videos they put out after are the ones that are like really going into detail Broke. about yeah parts of it um oh yeah. we got was it sam 
the guy who does all the sound effects when he talks about uh, abilities and yes, it's like oh, is it Dave Samuels. Yeah, makes we like got very him evocative. Back. Oh, fuck, anytime he shows up, I'm like, I love him. <laughs> Joe Blackburn now rocking mustache plus beard. Yeah. So we got we got facial hair watch with Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I honestly can't remember what was in that fucking video because um, so many other things have come out since. I'm excited for the arcade lost sector. That sounds like an absolute delight, yes. and I cannot wait to find it and run it. Uh huh. Um, talking more about so the thing that was amazing to me, and I don't know if they'd gone through it earlier. But uh, Strand is a darkness ability, but it's more paracausal than that. Like you're reaching into the fabric of time and space and pulling. Mm. I thought that was a really interesting explanation. Like, because we we knew it was, oh, you're pulling strands from the The universe and stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but we never really got any more insight into that. So them going into detail and explaining that, like, you know, you're pulling from the fabrics of like the fabric of the universe, basically. I was like, that's actually really fucking cool. Yeah. Other than it just being, oh, it's a darkness ability. Oh, it's kind of green. And then like, wait, so what are these fucking like little bugs that you're making? Where have they come from? Dreadlings. Yeah. Are they just like. My little freaks. They're like crawling behind the walls of reality and you're just letting them out. Is that Matthew McConaughey behind the bookshelf in Interstellar? Is he just now a little beetle? <laughs> I'm in your walls eating your cheese. <laughs> They're in the walls. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought that was really interesting. Um, that was one of the main things I pulled from it. Because mm. um, I'm like, I'm, like us- remem- I'm remembering stuff, but I. As I'm thinking, I'm like, no, that was in the Weapons and Gear trailer. And that one yeah. was in, like, the Strand Developer Insight video. And I can't. Uh, apparently, Neomuna has a beach made of diamonds. The Ex- sand in Neomuna is made of diamonds, according to one of the designers. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Um, okay. The, the thing, I think, is, like, they introduced two characters that seem relevant to the story who are the who come from, like, this group the cloud striders um who is it? it's nimbus and rohan rohan um everybody is apparently horny for nimbus uh they them officially confirmed pronouns we stand uh just walking in like eight feet of sex and metal um yeah just what are we doing <laughs> i mean of course I would be more into, is it, I got to make sure I am using the right pronouns um, and identifying the right one. See, they don't have their pronouns, but me being me, Rohan does it more for me. For Rohan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, the, the old grizzled man. Yeah. But the way they're like. There's some very cool uh, bits of movement from them because they've got like this thing that seems to sit on like their back that they, blade, s- they like but it's skate also on. a surfboard, but it also seems like they can use it to, there's a scene where I think it's 
uh, Nimbus uses it to pull himself out of the way of yeah. a tormentor's cleave. And yeah, I was like, that's he's cool. He's like fallen to the ground to avoid a big hit and then just like uses this thing to get like dragged yeah. out of harm's way. It's very, very cool. It's like a weapon and a hoverboard. And- yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that kind of plays out because um, it, it made it clear that like they are going to be interacting with us and like we have essentially infinite lives whereas they have one because they're not light bearers and like I'm interested to see what that dynamic ends up uh, being. Like, and they're, the way they described them almost made them out to be like a buddy cop thing where Rohan's mm. the grizzled veteran and Nimbus is like the, the rookie who's, yeah. you know, enthusiastic about the job and rambunctious and yeah. Nimbus Cocky. is the one. Nimbus is the one like jumping through the window, and Rohan is down on the street with a clipboard, working out how much that's going to cost the city, <laughs> because he knows it's coming out of his budget at the end of the year. He's a day off for retirement. Yeah, oh, constantly. are they going to are they going to do that meme? Uh, I don't know what retirement would mean <laughs> for them. Well, they've already established that they live a very short lifespan in the Cloud Striders. That's oh, the sacrifice right. for being as strong as they are. I think it's. They only end up being like in the job, quote unquote, for like right. a decade or something because right, right. the sacrifice of their ability is they have a shortened lifespan. I think we spoke about it in the past where it was like they're almost like the antithesis of the Guardians mm. where the Guardians are given this ability and a longer lifespan and they can regenerate. But on Neomuna, they've distanced themselves from the Traveler, which has resulted in them, in order for them to have the ability that they have, they've mm-hmm. had to shorten their lifespan. And it, it feels like a greater sacrifice than what the Guardians do. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. like that flip side of the coin where it's like, okay, but what is sacrifice when you boil it down? And it's like the Cloud Striders do this knowing that they're cutting their life in half. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. I can't yeah. wait to go into that. I'm actually really intrigued by the Cloud Strider lore. Yeah. And, and I can't like, wait to like dig more up as I play. Also, just like all of like where we're going in Venus, like all of this stuff that has been intentionally kept hidden from literally everybody. And now we know where it is. And now we're going there. And all of these like big conspiracy-laden keywords are getting paid off, like Nefeli Stronghold and Vale, and, like, all of the shit is finally going to come to a head. I'm going to try and get through that story as fast as I fucking can, but I also want to do the legendary version first to try and get the gear boost, um, and that's going oh, yeah. to take longer, because uh, it always does. Um, but they, they have said, I, I forget in which post, that they've kind of tuned the legendary campaign. I think it was this week's one about challenge that they've tuned that legendary campaign experience to be like a little bit more balanced depending on how many people you have. Cause like, I remember trying to do that witch queen one solo and it was fucking brutal. Um, but it sounds like they've tweaked like combatant health levels so that if you're going by yourself, it's still like fairly doable. Yeah. Cause I remember I got through two missions legend and I ended up pinging you guys and being like, <laughs> I'm going to need help with this one. And like, even with three of us and even with, it was two, still pretty rough. Even with, That's two out of, yeah, even with two out of the three, having done it before that last couple of bits of it is pretty tough. Um, but anyway, um, is there anything else in the V doc? Because you seem to remember it better than I do. <laughs> I think that's about it. The stuff that jumped out at me is like, 
the design and they showed some concept pieces. So if you haven't seen the VDoc, definitely go watch it. Also, mm. you get to meet so many of like the key concept artists and the sound yeah. designers and Joe and it's yeah. just worth watching because there was a few new faces in this one too. Um, and beaches are made of diamond. I thought that was pretty cool. Like the atmospheric pressure creates instead of sand, it's created mm. diamonds. I thought that was neat. Um, parts of the city are in ruin. You're, you are, oh, they said you feel like you're being dropped into an active battlefield Oh, because callus is there. The tormentors are there and you're just being dropped in. Mm. Um, but why? Which sounds pretty cool. I don't really. Uh, like, I know we're, we're, fish, we're kind of going there for, like, the veil or the Nefele Stronghold. Yeah. Order, but, like, is, is that it? Yeah. What else? is? We discovered the fish are called Puka. Uh, with, the fish with, ghosts. We've known I that, didn't we've know known that. that name for a bit. Um, I didn't know that. I, I also don't think they're actually ghosts. Like, that thing that follows the um, Elsie Bray around, it's referred to as a companion. It's never referred to as a ghost. A pet. A pet, yeah. But there's a section called the Puka Pond that Guardians can visit. I'm so excited to find that. Holy shit. Because I I regret not buying the special edition because now I want like a Puka ghost for my shelf. Yeah. Um, if there's not already, I'm sure there will be some kind of emote where you interact with a Puka and you can just stand there and kind of fuck around with some space flying fish. My new hyperfixation for this expansion, Pukas. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, and then Arcade Lost Sector, they talked a lot about the Strand and what it is. I've forgotten um, most of it because we've been just bombarded with information this week. Um, they talked about the exotics, which was interesting. Um, yeah, definitely go. I, I say go watch it because those VDocs are always really good. But then on top of that, it's just really nice to put developer faces yeah to well, work. especially when like so much of that studio is still working remotely and will continue to it's nice to see them kind of come together and like talk to each other about the things that and they're so about. passionate which i love just yeah. a passion um yeah and then we got a teaser for the trailer shortly after that uh, yeah the like 20 second teaser for the trailer that was coming out the next day yeah. yeah, and I think I, th- I said something. I sent you the teaser, and I said, "I swear to God, if Amanda dies, I riot." Yeah, yeah. There's a little clip. My bisexual mulleted, my bisexual mulleted queen. Yes, um, but yes. Then the launch trailer proper. It's like what, like ninety seconds, like they usually are. But boy, there's some juicy shots in this one. So much. I've rewatched it. So many times. I was rewatching it while I was getting ready to record too. Yeah, like, and I've seen I've seen people like draw parallels from, uh, the the like into the Taken King where like all of the or this big energy wave goes out and blows up all the ships and like one darkness ship is basically doing that on its own, um, and it looks like you know the, the witness is kind of controlling them and making that come out at least the way that they're setting it up in the trailer um i was actually having a conversation with someone at work who has not played destiny in a while but did um it was just like what is kind of happening with the story i'm like well it's essentially the the light and the dark now finally fighting but there's some language that i've heard this week that i want to kind of nuance that with which is 
they've I think they say it in the trailer or one of the videos that came out this week like the the witness is wielding the darkness it is not the darkness incarnate or like the darkness itself and I would imagine the witness is the equivalent for the for the light right the the witness is kind of wielding and perpetuating and sharing the light um but yeah it's just the shots of the witness just fucking floating through space no ship fuck it's so menacing yeah um they've definitely in this really like it seems like like any reflective surface shadows when witnesses around like like the glass, glass shadows, shadows in the helm when they, they when, when they're like, like what, what is that? And Mara's like, like, it's, it's the, witness. the witness. Like she knows what it is the moment. So she's had some sort of experience probably through the Techians as well. But yeah. um and I, he's just approaching the traveler. I don't know if like the witness breaks any piece of glass is like a, a, an important like character. Yeah, but you know what I mean. They've associated that imagery with him, and I and I realized that like when he appears to Aramis in the final cutscene mm. of last season, the screen that he's on shatters. I thought it already was cracked, and or yeah, or it's cracked. But it's like any time mm. he's kind of associated or he's being viewed by someone he's controlling. Mm. For some reason, there's shattered glass iconography around him, and yeah. I don't know if they went. That just looks cool. Like, yeah, like, it's, like it's got to be like a horror, like a horror villain having a, a thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. My my guess is it's more like it's ref- they're trying to reflect something that they haven't told us yet. Like whether it's the nature of like shattering aspects of reality or like some other thing about the witness yeah. that we just don't know yet. Because, like, I've, appearing through broken mirrors is not necessarily that scary. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, like, what kind of ability or power does this thing possess if, like, it, it's associated with broken things, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, speaking of powers we don't know about, the witness fucking Kamehameha at one of the pyramid ships in this fucking trailer. Oh, the Traveler? What did I say? The witness. Oh, I meant the traveler. Yes, the the, the yeah. The traveler just like here's a beam. Beam. <laughs> but also, like, it's very hard to see. But the edge of that pyramid ship where the beam is hitting, we can see flowers and stuff popping out. Yeah, like, almost like the um, the garden. Yeah, and you know, I feel like that is a subtle reference to the parable of the gardener and the winnower. Um. Because that's only ever been like it's it's a it's a myth about the light and the dark. It's never actually been like an overt thing of like the traveler is the gardener, because it doesn't really mean anything as far as names go. Yeah, it's just a, I guess like a folk tale well, in a yeah, way. Like it's it, a way. it means something in that story because it's you know growing the garden and then cutting it back so that it can continue to grow. Um. But yeah, there was there was a nice little touch. Whether or not that actually turns out to be like mechanically uh, relevant, who knows? Um, but that was sick. And then there's like a shot of the witness moving through. Well, it looks like moving through what that beam is. Whether or not it's like they've cut it in to make it dramatic, but it's like he. It looks like he's flying through hyperspace. But it also the hyperspace around him looks basically like that beam that comes out of the traveler. Yeah. So I don't know um, what to make of that part. 
Then there's the ghost and the titan being charcuteried. Yeah, it, it felt very like samurai anime, you know, where they do like the quick sword move and then nothing happens and then it just like slowly slides apart. Yeah, so about that, I have a theory that I just want to put out there. Mm. One of Mickey's predictions. Let's okay. see if I can nail it again. So a lot of people think it's the witness doing that. But the thing is, is in that cutscene, the beam that that ship is surrounded by is the same blue beam that comes out of the Traveler. Right. So is that more of like a, in like the Traveler did that? Mm-hmm. Even if it's accidental, right. like maybe it fired the beam and that fire team happened to be in the way when it happened. And that's a big moment for the Vanguard to go, look, the Traveler's not afraid to take casualties to to protect itself or to yeah. protect the universe. It's not afraid to nerf a guardian. You know I'm, what I mean? The thing I'm, the thing I would temper that with in cutscenes where we see a guardian and a ghost together, that like generic red and white ghost is where they are putting the player stand in as in our character, as in the character yeah, that cannot die. <laughs> Bife pointed out that like those ships and those guardians are what are considered the OG guardians, they're the same mm. kind of stand-ins that happen all through the lifespan of Destiny 2, as there's always been the OGs. Um, so I don't know if maybe they've just decided to stick them in the cutscene because it's fun, because it's like, haha, they've been here yeah. the, oh, and now they're gone. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I rewatched it a couple of times and like people were like, oh, do you see the way the witness just like pulled a guardian and a ghost apart? Like they're not coming back. They've been charcuteried. Mm. Like they've been sliced up simultaneously. That that guardian can't come back now. Yeah. And I was I was like looking at the scene and I was like, actually, that looks like the beam that came out of the traveler. And mm. then it cuts to the ships, and the ships have been sliced the same right. way, and it's a similar beam. And I was like, mm. so, um. Put it out there. Potentially, the traveler is not afraid to team kill. Yeah, or maybe, maybe somehow it's the witness, like maybe doing, like using, we'll maybe find out. like redirecting that same beam, or like who knows? This is the first. Who knows? Yeah, this is the thing. Like it's the first time we've seen the witness directly involved in conflict. It's always up until now been through proxies and that. And this is like, hey, motherfucker, I'm just here in front of you. I'm gonna direct this pyramid to blow your shit up now. You know, it's not, I'm going to get this, this witness and the disciple and the disciple's going to do the thing and you're going to go after them because you think they're the problem. Um, mm, mm, I don't like it, but I also do. I'm very excited to see like what Callus in the flesh actually ends up like. Cause Ugh, I mean, so much flesh. Yeah. Cause in the Leviathan, <laughs> in the Leviathan raids and that, it was always just robot Callus. It turns out. Um, this time it's like, oh, he, he's been sitting in an oven this entire time and the witness is going to show us what he's baked for us. <laughs> All nine foot 11 of him. Yes. <laughs> yes. And his giant, giant space boat. Um, yeah. It's just, it's all so unsettling, I think is the best word for it. I think I pulled a couple of lines that I was like, huh, 
which is you have no purpose because you fear to seek none. That's heavy. You fear to seek one or none? Yeah, that's it. You fear to seek one, sorry. Right. That's heavy. That's like saying to the Guardian, like, oh, you don't actually have a purpose. Mm-hmm. You don't. You think you do, but you're just happy to shoot, kill, die, you're repeat. Just the thing the traveler brought for to the life. traveler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we know pain and we seek to end it, is another one of his lines. Mm. What a, and I'm like, that's interesting. What a moody little emo. Because he says to Aramis, show them your pain. Yeah. In that cut scene. So he talks a lot about pain and he seems, or they, sorry, we don't really know what the witness is. They seem to associate the traveler with pain a lot. Mm. They make that parallel quite a lot when they talk. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, So the witness throwing down bars. Yeah. Bars. Just very slow, very ominous bars. Uh, oh, another line from the VDoc that I put later. Uh, Collapse 2.0 has already started during Lightfall. That was, One of the story writers yeah, dropped that in the VDoc, and I was like, huh. It's almost less surprising because you've called the expansion Lightfall. Like, yeah, of but course. just to solidify <laughs> that and be like, the collapse has already started. Yeah. This isn't you preventing it. This is you trying to stop it. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll, um, I'll say, like, very quick shout out to Destiny, the meme for putting the reverb fart sound over the Traveler's beam. <laughs> as soon as I saw that that shot, I was like, somebody is going to do this. And I'm very happy that someone has. Um, it happened very quickly. It was that or the <laughs> sound effect, the scream. One of those was going to happen. Yes. Um, God. And in Bungie tradition, they've found a banger of a cover to put in their trailer. Yes, yeah, see, I, I'm... They keep using covers. I'm just, I'm not much of a Radiohead guy, so, like, I didn't really notice. So there was the orchestral kind of synthy cover of Paint It Black. Yeah. For... Beyond Light. Is that? Beyond Light. Um, not so much a cover, but a remix of a, another song that I've completely forgotten the name of. Um for Witch Queen, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to... Actually, I have a playlist called Destiny 2 Trailer Music. Of course you do. Cruel World by Fantagram. Yeah. And then this is a remix slash cover of Karma Police by Radiohead. Yeah, cool. Great. Shout out to Radiohead fans everywhere getting <laughs> something. I just really like that they use covers of already existing songs mm. in their trailers. I think it's really interesting that they, they choose to use covers. Yeah. And then they've got... Uh, so they have put out a couple of tracks from the Lightfall soundtrack. And I swear to God, one of them starts out like All I Want for Christmas by Mar- Mariah Carey. And also sounds a bit like Whiplash from the movie Whiplash. Oh, yes. What did I call Whiplash? Black Swan for boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, some, some interesting music already kind of getting teased out from the actual expansion itself. Um, they are definitely leaning into the like 80s action movie kind of vibe. Mm. I think like Joe Blackburn said as much in the VDOC or like on Twitter, it's like, we're going for this vibe, but also trying to make it incredibly dark and serious. Um so there's lots of neon and explosions and rock music, uh, but we'll see. 
synths and yeah we'll see how they fucking thread that needle oh. that should be good their composers are in general yeah well it's still amazing um still salvatore michael salvatore um who i think has been around since the beginning of d2 uh so just continuing to put in the work i mean he might have been around still when um marty was around but he's he's i think he's like basically the main guy as far as the the soundtracks and that go now yeah but yeah i'd love to see actually to be honest i would love to see more content around the music like more bts stuff about the music because like admittingly i love watching band documentaries you know how a lot of bands will do like studio documentaries like some of my favorite yeah like some of my favorite pieces of content are like the documentary that came with a thousand sons by lincoln park Mm -hmm. um and then bananas and welcome to the plastic beach by gorillas and it's just them going through the studio process yeah and tours and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I think like I would, I would love to see content about writing and recording and how they come up with the orchestral pieces. Like whether it's, they get a completely animated scene or like they've just fed storyboards and mm. told what the emotion of the environment is. And yeah. I th- yeah. And then also their sound effects stuff. Yeah. And I know there's bits and pieces of that f- over the years. Like, it was definitely more of a thing when Bungie was doing Halo and Marty O'Donnell would do stuff like that and, like, seeing them do all the shit on, like, giant CRT monitors and, like, old-ass software was crazy. Um, but, yeah, we've, we've had, like... They had a big focus on the sound effects for Beyond Likes. It was like, here's all this weird stuff we're using for sounds. And they had a bit of that, Ooh, actually, for... V-Doc, for yeah. yeah. Um, the strand sound effect is like fingers and tape Plastic, on just dragging on um they call it what do they call it we call it glad wrap like cling film saran wrap one yeah of those. cling film saran wrap yeah. that's it it's just rolls of saran wrap stretched and they're like running their fingers along it or like pulling like um like painter's tape off of it yeah. or like poking holes in it i thought that was really interesting yeah yeah, they found. I want to see more shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the the ones around Beyond Light and this one, and we haven't had much about the music kind of ever. That I my favorite remember. Beyond Light moment, which is finding out that some of the sound effects are just a breast pump. Yeah, and then everyone trying to figure out which sound it was, and nobody getting it correct. I don't even. I, I don't even know what it is. Like what the right answer there is, but it's in there somewhere. I just love the idea of like. A sound designer's just sitting there pumping milk and then going, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I take this sound sample, slow it down, add some effects, <laughs> it sounds like this other thing now. We have a gun now. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's like, what, it might even be like one of the super activation sounds or one of the ability. It could just be an environmental sound on your Europa yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild time. And it's yeah, I'm so, so excited. It's so close. Holy shit. And you'd oh you'd think that all the stuff that they're dumping on us at the moment would be overwhelming, but for me it's just like building the hype. Yeah, I mean they're they're also like repeating bits of it in like as they're going through it. So like the V Doc, 
they had all like the sets and lighting and stuff that they were using for that. That is also what they're showing in like the strand developer inside. So I'm guessing they just shot all that shit on the same day. Um, but it, it makes it seem like they've thought about it and broken down what would have been a much bigger piece into these kind of discrete chunks, um, which is nice. It's also good too because like some people don't care about the music. Some people mm. don't care about sound effects. Some yeah. people probably don't really care about Neomuna as a location. Some people don't care about the law. Some people don't care about the darkness. So breaking it into these digestible chunks is also going to help the people who don't necessarily want to sit through a 15 minute VDoc. Yeah. Instead, maybe it's they, like, they only care about minute the da- strand. Yeah. Unveiled strand video. Yeah. Like it's definitely making it more digest. And it's also like, they probably recognize it's a lot of information to dump on us. Yeah. So they're probably just like, Hey, so let's break it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, some cool stuff in that, in that uh, strand video, they talked about like the way that, the Titan super had even changed during development because it just wasn't as fun or wasn't working the way they wanted it to. It wasn't tracking how they wanted yeah, or something yeah, like, like the melee track. It's melee hits went meant to be out. a long, long range thing. Uh, and it just wasn't tracking. No, I, I think what they were saying is like, because it's primarily like you're connecting punches back to back very quickly. What it lacked completely was any kind of ranged shutdown so they gave it the ability to suspend enemies like at range so that you could close that gap and then start hitting them as well. Um, but yeah, showing more of that stuff around like suspending enemies in the air. Um, hunters, I think it's hunters, or like showing what the, the tangle uh, objects can be can be done, which I think is probably going to be a pretty hunter uh, main kind of thing where you're like killing an enemy, spawning this little orb, which you can then pick up, throw... And then while it's traveling through the air, you can grapple on it and get pulled forward. And I love that they discovered that during playtesting and kept it because it wasn't intentional. Because because the grapple is replacing a grenade. Yeah. So the grapple fills your grenade slot. So they said, how do we make this also have the functionality to a degree Mm -hmm. of a grenade? And they're like, what if we got just real fucky with it? Yeah. Yeah, and there was a. Let's take this bug and make it a. Yeah, there was a cool thing with a feature. The, um, I think it's the hunter melee, which is like the it's like a knife on a dart, and or or no, I think it. Hmm, trying to remember which one it was now. One of them, it was like throw this dart, and it it will go through. It will hit every enemy it can before coming back to you, and if you hit the melee at the moment that it returns to you, you get melee energy back. I don't know if that means it fully recharges it, but it's still kind of neat that you've got this like tiny yeah. window based thing to to be able to do it. Because the the hunter's strand ability is basically a rope dart, like a kunai mm. on yeah. a rope. And then I think yeah, they've also got like a a dart. Mm. Like it it kind of reminds me of the dart from um Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Michael yep, Renner's yep, character yep, where he can, controls it yeah. with the yeah with the whistle. Yeah. Reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, did, it was just like darting between shit. Um, and then the Titan cool. gets the crab hands that we made fun of a couple of episodes ago. The my like, fruit up hands. <laughs> Looking like the things from, what is it, Starship Troopers? Oh my God, yes. Yes. I'm doing my part. Yes, I am. Um, I am too. And then it looks like the Warlocks is more similar to Void where it's like a an orb, ponder the orb. 
Yes. But it's constantly pulling threads into the orb. And then we get um, the threadlings, or as I like to call them, little freaks. Yeah. Um, little hedgehog looking what, uh, what, armadillo you also, threadling. You need to like start running that spider sparrow like year round and go way into the strand like with the little spider babies. Oh, These are my hatchlings. You make a real, real gross looking build, even though like it's not doing anything about the functionality of it. It just looks gross. Just turn my Halloween cursed thrall fit in green or something. Yeah. Oh god, the thrall have strand shit. <laughs> yeah. Is there gonna be an enemy that runs strand? Oh yucky. Because, like, um, the Scorn... Elixney with Strand? Ooh. Well, the Scorn runs Stasis now so in, some, yeah. in some cases. So, like, maybe it's... And, a, I mean, the brood, the brood mm. Queens, to a degree, and um, the Hive, Yeah, they have that solar explosion they can do as well. Yeah. So there's elements mm. of the ability, like the subclasses in other... Other than, you know, just outright Lucent Hive... Um, but yeah, they're starting to dip in. Mm. It's the tormentors who control void. Yeah. Those big boys, the big old, yep. big old scythes. Super interesting that they can, they've got almost like a finisher where they can grab you and oh, yeah. crush you. Fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. And the developers have said that if you get locked into one of those holds, what they do is they fade the music. And all of the um, sound effects out while you're in that hold, so it feels like more of a they said like a dire, intimate, right? Like like an actual moment of panic <sighs> where you kind of like your brain kind of shuts everything out when you're in a moment of panic and it's just silence or like muffled. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, the music fades out, the sound effects fade out, and then the finisher happens. And essentially, what they use is void energy, and they just. I don't. I don't like it. So while you're low level, your entire thing is you have to try and avoid getting locked into that finisher, essentially, when you're around them. Yeah, that that was like week one. Hey, what is a brig? Let's run away. (laughs) Yeah, us. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Well, like, it Um, it took a while, even with the Witch Queen, before we felt comfortable taking on a hive knight. Oh, yeah, a lot of hiding. Even the ones that are, like, roaming around the throne world, just being like, yeah, I can do this now. Like the, those ones that like spawn in packs and waves that you then, you know, unlock a chest from. Like those were some of the scariest shit. And then the first time I was able to, I think it was just tooling around with someone in the throne world, we were able to like clear that first wave and then more show up and they're worse. And we were like, nah, fuck this. We're still not ready. Just running stuff with you guys and then hearing one of those Lucent Hives proc a super and then watching all three of us scramble like rats <laughs> behind bushes. Just like, run away. Get out of here. I'm trying to do bounties. <laughs> trying to pick up some resources. Or like in story missions or like, they're not in strikes, but yeah, when you rerun the story mission stuff. Mm. For- oh, they're in, they're in the... um. Light blade strike. Yeah, the light blade stuff, right? It's just like early days of Witch Queen, you'd hear that super proc and it'd be like, whoa. Oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> Everyone yeah. disappear. Uh, and, and then the, the, like trying to do the math the on shield. like, should I run in to crush the ghost yet? 
that was always the hard the part. shield you'd hear the you'd hear the shield bearer super proc and we'd be like chili is that you <laughs> was that you like uh, nope i'm running solar <laughs> Actually, no, I was running a lot of Void that season because it was Void 3.0. It, it could have been me, You're but it wasn't. Chaos Reach proc, and I was like, that's not me. I didn't do this. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> Fuck. We're going to do that all again. I'm excited for moments where tormentors days. pop up and we just disappear. <laughs> like, yeah, nope. I don't, I don't want to deal. And then they, do they chase us? I hope not. <gasps> oh, my God. Do they, do they, Grapple away. They, they get on sparrows? <laughs> Grapple away. Yeah, just everyone. Swing away. Just fucking like Spider-Man out of here. Like, bye. You jump on your sparrow and I'm just grappled to the back of it. Like, nope. Should, yeah, whoever gets on the sparrow first, everyone else just like sketching behind. Just a lot. There's going to be a lot of just sketching through Neo Moon. I watch. We'll load in and it'll just be sketching. It just looks like a fucking multiplayer Tony Hawk map. <laughs> Me blasting American Wasteland over the Discord. No, it's <laughs> just, just soundtrack. Superman by Goldfinger on repeat. Yeah, that'd be a good time. Or just Gunship because it feels very tied into the. It the feels very Gunship. Yeah, mm. like you could put. Oh fuck! What is that big one by them? Oh man, words are hard. I mean, today. I'd go Tech Noir, but the Carpenter Brute remix. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. It's like uh, Tech Noir or Pink Mist even mm -hmm. would whip while you're on Neomuna. Yeah. It'd be so fun. We're going to have to add a whole bunch of gunship to the shared playlist for Neomuna time. Yes. Yeah, so we'll just do, do the like, what is it, the Spotify listening party in the Discord. Just like, and it's just get in, bitch. We're going to Neo Muna. <laughs> Although, like, it's a new expansion. I'm going to be listening to the music of the game. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm going to blast that shit in my ears. I'm excited to see if we get PvP maps and what they look like, and what some mm. of the potential strikes could look like on Neo Muna. We already know about the arcade lost sector, but I'm also like, what other lost sectors are going to? I'm so excited. Yeah. I think. Other than doing mission just to get the law, because I'll probably play the the law on easy. Well, the main story on easy, just because you know what I'm like with law, I like to absorb it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to spend a lot of time exploring Neo Muna and listening to Retro Wave and Synth Wave. Yeah, like that that first that first time in a new environment and going like, okay, where are the region chests and where are the lost sectors and like just clearing all those bits out because it's a good way to like, you have to like explore a lot of the map to find those things. And then you find all the weird secrets that they've put in there. And that was like with the throne world, we had all the deep side shit that didn't even unlock all of it until like three or four weeks in. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to have like a deep side equivalent. They'd have to. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so because it was. Not like deep side, but you know what I mean? Like a, a thing oh, that the, ties the, in to kind of force you to explore yeah, the, they, the they, they always have like some version of secrets in the main environment for an expansion. Um, I, th I, th I just think the, the deep side and the way it was layered over a few weeks was like needlessly tedious. But who knows? It sounds yeah. like there's going to be a lot of shit to do either way. Yeah, I'm excited. So excited.
Yes. It's an exciting time of year. And then we've got a new season. I know fuck all about that. Uh, we have season it. of Defiance? Well, we know the name and that's kind of all we yeah, know. Yeah, I just couldn't. Um, some, some the V-Doc stuff. went in. Yeah, the V-Doc went into it a little bit. There's apparently we're going to have a lot more to do with Shawhan and Deverant K. Mm. Um, because you've got to take into consideration part of the collapse is the fight for Earth. Yes. So apparently we're going to have a bit more to do with those two. Seems like Amanda's going to have a bigger part in the story again. She's, she's in that launch trailer. So. Trailers, but like she part of me is worried yeah, they're gearing up to. <laughs> she doesn't show up in much. Yeah, I always get really sus when they they have a character that doesn't show up a lot mm. and then all of a sudden they're like, they have a lot to do and I'm like, you're going to break my fucking heart, aren't yeah. you? Because they brought Osiris back just to fucking take him away. Mm. Yeah. I think They built up all that emotional tension with Saint and Osiris yeah. and then there was copped that. I'm just remembering this. There was a shot right at the end of that launch trailer that looked a bit like Sagira because it was Traveller and then like two, I guess, pyramid ships either side of it. I'm wondering if the, f- well, the... It might just be a, th- it might a, just few, be a callback, but like I remember that. There's a few showing. shots in there that show the pyramids hovering upright around mm. the Traveller. So it forms almost like a sun or a flower even, yeah. depending on how you look at it. Um. There's definitely in last season and in some of the law books that came with the Lightfall special edition. There are definitely mentions of like they still have Sagira's shell. Yes. Yeah, because we we went and found it during Witch Queen. Yeah. So there's some information. See, on top of all the information that Bungie's been throwing at us, I've been consuming Bife and Myelin and like law videos yeah. out the ass as well. So it's all just one big <laughs> one big soup ne- one big neon 80s yes. like <laughs> soup in my brain yes law soup their expansion also um not expansion special edition also gives us an insight into uh cabal biology as well i don't know if i need to where, okay where do they store their pee in the cabals yeah good Okay. As, as long but, as uh, it turns changed. out, turns out, women, women or females, femmes, have the tusks. Yeah. Which is the antithesis of kind of what Earth creatures do. Yeah. And the males carry the children. Yeah, I feel like those two and bits breastfeed we, them. I feel like and those we kind of knew. It goes into more detail right. because. You hear a lot about Kaihul and Callus's relationship yeah. through the lens of Callus finding another mate and having more children. Right, stepdad energy. So like seahorse energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where like the children are stored in the caboose, like Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was real. I was watching it while I was getting ready. Bife was talking about it and I was like, did Bife oh. say caboose? No, I would never say Kabusi. I think he he was like, oh, I think the men, the male cabal might have a pouch. And I was like, Kabusi. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. 
I want Bife to say a naughty um, word to me. But apparently the 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 male uh, cabal can just reject the young. Oh, just like hey, hey, homie, your vibes off. Yeah, so Callus got into a Callus got into a fight with his new mate, and then just rejected the. And in the words of the law book and Bife, the underdeveloped offspring. He just just see you later. Yeah, and then was just like, see ya, go find someone else to carry them. I'm off to the shops. I won't be back. (laughs) (laughs) Going to go get some cigarettes and milk. Yeah. And then he comes Um, back with a whole new warship. Yeah. (laughs) But just the opening line of the law book from Keitel's perspective, I am three years old and my dad is pregnant. Is that the... (laughs) I was like, excuse me? That's that's a... (laughs) Excuse me? Imagine watching a movie and like... (laughs) black screen that's like the the voiceover as it i am fades three years up. old my father is pregnant hi i'm keitel you might have wondered how i got here yeah. <laughs> anyway my dad loves pegging so this is my dad <laughs> he's uh pretty cool except for <laughs> he's a dictator <laughs> uh-oh he's a bad man and then when I was two centuries old, I was involved in the Midnight Coup. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of time not accounted for. Yeah. Well, it's I guess it depends school. on, but also I just, it depends on the, you know, orbit of whatever planet they're from. Yeah, actually. That's a good, year to us that's might a, be that's completely different to them. The Cloud Striders, 10 years on Neptune is equivalent to a lot much a lot more time in earth like depending on how you interpret year like if it's a neptunian year how long it takes neptune to go around that's different to earth yeah so i I just i know people are hella thirsty for nimbus but you'll need to remember he's technically 10 (laughs) what are are they calm the fuck down are are they class rise from birth or is it like a thing you opt into later in life and then you do that i guess we'll find out yeah. But he's technically 10. Well, Come fuck me. Th- yeah, this, this is starting to sound like real dice. You're like, well, it depends which planet you're on. <laughs> it's just a cartoon. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> Cut it the fuck out. Yeah, you still drew this character at this age doing these things. Settle down. <laughs> All anime. You're about to ruin a lot of Wattpad authors' days by being like, hey, before you go and write that fucking fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Technically ten. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yes. We're writing a spiral at the moment. Um, is there so anything excited. else related to Destiny before we Dude, roast me. anime more? Um, <laughs> I think we covered everything. We yeah. went through the trailer. We recommend watching all of the developer content just, just firsthand to, for yourself. Yeah, just, just go because... to like the Destiny YouTube channel and look at sh- the shit from like the last week or two. <laughs> Watch it in every language because do not forget they upload everything in 12 different languages. Yes. The, the, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Just watch one. Watch your language. 
because it's probably it's there. really bad when you have uh, upload notifications on for Bungie oh and God. on the same day they upload 24 different videos because they do it in every language yeah yeah that inclusivity I love it but like I got 24 upload notifications in two hours I was like what the fuck is happening yeah yeah go watch all that shit uh, yeah, definitely consume that content by like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Fife is putting out some really great videos, breaking it all down as well. Yeah, and also you doing, want any doing a fairly good job of like not. I mean, it's hard to spoil stuff. Nothing's out yet, but like not trying to give away too much, but also not stepping too far into speculating, but also making it very clear when he does. He's churning those videos out really quickly too, because I think same day as the trailer, he had a video to talk about. (laughs) My Lin's also putting out some content about it. He Mm. goes into the Kabul dynamic a lot more. That was a really good video too. Yeah, I mean, he he is his content goes way deeper on various. He also does a little bit more speculation, but he does speculation and then backs it up with, and here's why I feel that way. And here's the law evidence that would explain that. Yeah. Which I enjoy. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a big week. Mm -hmm. We got four more days and then we're on Neo Muna, right? No, three. Three. Well, less than three because it's now Sunday evening. Yeah, <laughs> and then we finally get to explore the uh, arena. <laughs> uh, I don't know what time I'm going to get up on Wednesday, but it'll be early. Yeah, I'm still I'm ignoring about if I'm going to stream, but I might try and get up nice and early and we can sit in a constant state of connecting to Destiny well, 2 servers yeah, together that, and that's slowly thing, lose right? our minds. Like if you do, if you are considering streaming, like just wait until you can actually get into the game before you fucking start that because... Yeah. There'll be enough people doing that. It'll be a just chatting stream for like six hours. It's like Destiny in one corner, you playing a different game on the screen, and then you well, just like, for throw this away, Destiny's ready. Beyond Light, I was reminded the other day that the Beyond Light launch was just you and I streaming with the waiting screen up in the corner and us fucking around with OBS for an hour and a half. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that because it was like 4 a.m., <laughs> ah <laughs> oh, dear me crying about Varix's arm getting ripped off god <laughs> that's caught on stream too <laughs> me getting deeply upset that's like opening 20 minutes of the game i'm gonna rip this <laughs> man's arm off and freeze him me getting really upset <laughs> i was so angry and then we turn around and there's a break fuck Beyond light. What a it time. It drops from the fucking sky and we are all like, what is that? Can I have one? I want to drive it. <laughs> Let me in the brig. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yes. It's going to be fun. Three more days of last minute level grinding. Yeah, I'm like, I need literally one pinnacle to drop in my heavy weapon slot to be at like pinnacle cap and it's irrelevant now. But there's part of me that's like, I could just do a little bit of Destiny. But also, I, because of the build crafting stuff that's coming, one thing I will do is strip literally every mod off my armor just because I don't want it to break anything. 
I and I got to get my fashion right for day one cutscenes. True. I might just go back to Goblin or Trash Deer for the cutscenes as per tradition. Well, see, my tradition is new fit for a new expansion, and I haven't True. I haven't decided yet. I need to just get in there and see what I've got to play with. What I usually do is like start with the exotic armor and how that's going to look and kind of build around that because they're pretty usually you get like one or two options of how you make that look depending on how many ornaments are even in existence and then that kind of dictates a lot of what a build will look like for me i should probably break down all 70 of my blowouts it's probably a good idea you might need that space i played a lot of i played a lot of mayhem last week that's right uh, every time I drop one, I think of you. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get out of here. We are yeah. spiraling on a Sunday, and I still have to edit this and put it out. Oh, jeez, that'll be fine. First time ever. No reason at all. ECB gets a meme edit. Mm. A tiny meat gang style meme edit. Cool. Uh, that that's putting too much work on me for short notice, but I will. I would like to do something like that at one point. Anyway, uh, let's get out of here. I'm gonna edit this quickly, set it to render, and walk the dog or something. Um, Hell yeah! We will see you all on Neo Muna. I was gonna say after life. Yeah, we, I mean, we need to also figure out when we're gonna record next. Uh, but that's that's an us problem, not a you problem. Um, please, please come back. After Lightfall. Oh, and uh, listen to us yell about new stuff. Yes, please click the like fall button. Uh, oh, I hate you. Click this. <laughs> That's, this I, is the last episode. <laughs> I can't do anything with subscribe, though, but you should hit that button as well. Um, drop a comment. I'd, it really only works for like. See you at the Puka Pond. Yes, see you at the Puka Pond. That doesn't show up. I, don't I love them. Bye. I can't wait to meet them. Bye. Little, little fish. <gasps> so excited to meet them. <laughs>